Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today we're going to be talking about the dichotomy of coaching. And this is a topic that was uh, brought to life the other day when I was having a conversation with one of our members. And this is a member that's pretty new to our gym. She's been with us less than a year, um, but just already someone who's uh, a raving fan of our business. And She's someone that owns a local bar and restaurant in the area, and we were talking about how similar the micro gym space is to the restaurant industry and how both of these businesses are businesses that seem so simple to run from the outside, but in many ways are actually really hard and really complex. And what looks like a very seamless experience if you go to a good restaurant or you have a good experience at a restaurant or if you go to a good CrossFit gym and you have a good experience, it can seem like a really seamless experience. It could seem really easy to run. And a lot of people overlook how many things go into creating that really good experience. And one of the things that she started talking about was how hard it is to find really good employees. And I agree with her. It's really hard to find good employees in our industry. And I can imagine it's probably even harder in a restaurant industry. But she started talking about Um, One of the things that she loved about one of our coaches, and it was this idea that uh, this coach was this perfect balance between being personable and being professional. And she was saying how hard it is to find employees that can strike that balance. You know, you have some employees that are extremely personable. They're a lot of fun to be around, but they don't know where to draw that line and remain professional and still deliver a great restaurant experience or fitness experience and make it about the other person. And then you have employees that are overly professional and they don't allow their personalities to shine through or they don't make connections well. And it ends up being a very mundane and forgettable experience. So that again, led her into complimenting one of our coaches as being this perfect mix of personable and professional. And it was something that I knew was true about this coach, but I never really heard it that way. And I thought that was a really cool way that she said that. Um, And it got me thinking about a book that I was listening to recently, which is The Dichotomy of Leadership by Jocko Willink. And in that book, Jocko talks about the balance of attributes and personality traits that leaders need to have in order to be successful. Um, and he talks about that being extreme is is almost never the, the answer to any situation and different situations call for different approaches. So the entire book is built around this idea that leaders must find the equilibrium between opposing forces that are pulling in, in seemingly opposite directions. Okay, so he talks about things like we need to have extreme ownership of everything that happens around us, but we still need to be able to empower others and know when to delegate and not micromanage. We need to be resolute in our decision-making, but we can't be overbearing. We need to be disciplined, but not rigid. And we need to be able to be a strong leader, but we also know when a situation calls for us to be a strong follower. So how can we apply these concepts to coaching? How can we think about this dichotomy of leadership as it relates to that dichotomy of coaching? And recently I've been working with our two newest coaches that we just hired a couple months back and they've been with us working on the floor for about a month now. And I found myself in different situations explaining different approaches and, and almost recommending opposite approaches for different coaches based on the context of a situation and the approach that the coach is already taking into a given situation. 
So for one coach, I might be recommending that they spend less time managing the group and spend more time digging into one-on-one relationships or doing more one-on-one technical coaching. For another coach, I might be telling them that they're getting stuck in individual conversations, interactions for way too long and that they're letting the group hang at the expense of trying to help one person. So one coach needs to pay more attention to the details while another coach needs to step back and see the bigger picture, right? So for every recommendation I'm, I'm making a one coach, there are similar situations where I'm recommending the exact opposite for another coach. And that's where this dichotomy of being a great coach comes in. We need to be able to strike this balance between ideas and personality traits and how we carry ourselves on the coaching floor, right? So when we think about a class experience, we always want our class experience to feel full but not rushed. So for some coaches, I'm recommending that they slow down and take their time. For other coaches, I'm recommending that they speed up to feed everything in, to fit everything in, or simply um, cutting things away and simplifying their lesson plans so they're not trying to pack in so much into that hour. In terms of how we think about our community, we should be trying to build a tight-knit family feel but that doesn't mean we wanna be unprofessional about it. We still need to be professional, right? So in a family, a family knows your name, they care about you, they genuinely want to see you succeed, but staying professional means that we avoid gossip and that we uphold policies that benefit the entire business, not just a few individuals, right? And, And along the lines of professional, we want to be professional, but we don't wanna be formal about it. Right? And there's this fine line between being professional and still keeping some level of informality to it. Right? We don't want to, we'd rather use people's first names than saying something like sir or ma'am. We want to speak to people as if we're on the same level as them rather than talking down to them. Right? We're all here for the same goal. We're all working together. When it comes to policies, we want to be fair with our policies, but not overbearing or rigid. So we might want to hold a standard of full range of motion as an example. We want our athletes to squat to depth and hit their chest to the bar, hit their toes to the bar on a toes to bar, right? But we don't need to be no repping someone just because they didn't execute a movement to an arbitrary competition standard, okay? We should also be an intelligent and knowledgeable of what we're coaching, but not academic in how we talk and teach. Our goal should always be to simplify what we know into digestible and easy to understand nuggets that our members can relate to based on things they already know. We need to be fully present in every single conversation and interaction that we have, but also not put the needs of a single individual above that of a group, right? So we might have someone who's struggling with the snatch and we wanna spend five minutes with that person just fixing their snatch and getting that dialed in, but we might need to exit that interaction sooner than we would like in order to prioritize the needs of the group. We need to find that balance between educating our members and entertaining them. If we only focus on teaching and educating, then things can become boring or monotonous. If we only focus on the entertainment component, then we don't deliver the results that our members are capable of. So we need to be able to put our focus on delivering a great class experience and a great fitness experience, but also finding ways to let our personality shine through and be ourselves and enjoy coaching. We need to be high energy and encouraging, but we also need to have substance behind our encouragements and coaching. You know, good jobs and nice work, that that will only take you so far if that's the only tool in your toolbox. 
we need to always aim to recognize something specific rather than just deliver vague encouragements. And we need to be empathetic of our members and, and their struggles, but not coddle them, right? This might mean listening and sympathizing with someone who is struggling and having a bad workout or a bad day, or maybe they failed to hit a PR after you've been you know, building up to this day for the last 8, 10, 12 weeks. But we also need to direct that person's thoughts to something positive or something they can improve the next time rather than letting them just dwell on the negative. And we need to be able to lead by example, but we also have to have the ability to step in and say something when it needs to be said, right? As an athlete, even though I'm the coach, I'm the owner, when I'm the athlete, I can be early to all my classes. I can cheer on others. I can help others clean up weights. I can do all my reps to full range of motion and hold myself to a higher standard. But that doesn't mean that all of your members necessarily will or all of your coaches necessarily will. And sometimes you have to step step in and have those difficult or uncomfortable conversations to shed light on something when it needs to be said. And when you're coaching, you're talking to people, you're presenting workouts, like it's okay to be sarcastic if that's part of your personality. Hopefully you're funny and sarcastic too, but you don't want to be condescending about it, right? So sarcasm can come off as condescending if people don't have a proper context or you're not sincere with your tone and your body language and how you deliver that message. And when you're teaching something, it's important that, or it's okay that you point out common flaws of a movement or common mistakes that most people may do in a movement and you can touch on those things but ultimately we need to be focusing on what we want our members and coaches to do rather than what we don't want them to do so we should be speaking to the results we want to create rather than what we're trying to avoid so these are just a few of the thoughts that i have as it relates to this equilibrium that we're trying to create as coaches and business owners in our approach and in our actions each day. Um, and two things I wanted to wrap up with here is, is number one is the missing component to this, the, the way to actually put this into action is self-awareness. In order to execute this properly, self-awareness is that skill that allows us to create the balance between these different ends of the spectrum, right? Self-awareness is understanding where we stand. It, it means understanding where we're kind of shifting towards one end of the spectrum and where in a given relationship or a given situation, we might have to shift the, shift the, opposite, shift the opposite way. Um, and only through self-awareness can we understand where that shift needs to happen, right? And also, I want you guys to be thinking about this in, in the sense of making good decisions and taking appropriate actions requires context, when you think about the business advice that someone like myself might give to you on this podcast, that requires context. The good advice that I might give to one gym might be the absolute wrong advice for another gym. It's one of the reasons I, I try to share the why behind a lot of our decisions to implement stuff and why we're doing things at certain times and why I think things are successful. Because the right advice at the wrong time is, is the wrong advice. Um, it's why having a business coach can be so important because it's not that they, they have this idea that's so much different from what you've heard before, but they can help you decide on what to focus on and take action on today and what to avoid. So it's really important that you understand um, with any idea or advice that you might get that it has to be the right context in order for that thing to be successful 
and that you understand this this dichotomy of maybe where you stand or, or where your business is at any given time and where you need to move going forward. So that's basically what I'm gonna leave you guys with today. Um, I want you guys to start paying attention to where you might be swinging too far in one direction as a coach, as an owner, as a leader in your business, and start to develop that awareness and skill set to be able to handle all kinds of situations and all kinds of people to the best of your ability. Talk to you soon, guys. Good luck. Hey guys, it's Andrew again. I just want to remind you that if you haven't yet downloaded our staff playbook that we released last week, if you're in the process of creating your own staff playbook or you haven't even considered it yet, um, or you just need to update your existing one, I would highly recommend downloading our staff playbook that we just released for free last week. It's an 80 plus page blueprint of how we run CrossFit Palm Beach from A to Z. So go ahead to sevenfigurebox.com slash staff playbook to download your copy today.